Hello and welcome to the LMT Fitness Podcast. I'm Lindsay and I am a health and fitness coach at LMT Fitness and I help ladies who are on a fat loss journey looking to reclaim their confidence and feel just a bit stuck with their fitness. And one thing that a lot of people come to me with is, like I said, fat loss. They have a fat loss goal, but they don't really understand the fundamentals of fat loss, if you want to call it that. And really, the the science behind fat loss is quite simple. The application of it is more difficult, but the how fat loss is actually achieved is quite simple. But it's not surprising that so many of us are really, really confused about fat loss with all the thousands of diets that we can choose from and all of the information that we are bombarded with constantly and the fact that we're fed lots and lots and lots of information about fad diets and all of these things that we need for fat loss or so we're told. So hopefully this podcast will be short and sweet and clear up a little bit about how we achieve fat loss. And like I said, there are thousands upon thousands of fat loss diets that you can follow. And, you know, many of them claim to have all these weird and wonderful techniques that can be the silver bullet you need to achieve fat loss. But in reality, these diets work or any fat loss diet works by putting you into a calorie deficit. And this might be a term that you've heard before or a term that you've not heard. You know, again, it's quite confusing because you might have heard the terms calorie deficit, maintenance calories, calorie surplus, macros, all of this stuff, and just not really know exactly what it all means. So when we say calorie deficit, what does this actually mean? So... A calorie deficit is when we eat less calories than we burn. So if we think of calories as an energy source and we think of body fat as stored energy, we our bodies are fueled by the food we eat. This is the energy that, that we need, that we use up throughout the day. So if you are eating less, consuming less than your body burns throughout the day this is a calorie deficit and ultimately every fat loss diet on the planet works this way so all of us have a a number of calories which which we call maintenance calories now this is when we are on a sort of even keel so the the energy that we consume and the energy that we burn is balanced. So we basically don't lose body fat. We don't gain body fat. We just stay the same. So we take our maintenance calories as the sort of middle figure. And to lose body fat, we eat in a calorie deficit. So eating less than we burn. And to gain body fat, we eat in a calorie surplus. So we eat more than we need and more than we burn. 
And if you're in a calorie surplus, this is where you gain body fat because you have too much energy that's not getting not getting used up. So if we take, you know, a sort of average person and say that you have a maintenance calorie number of 1,900 a day. So if you want to lose body fat, you might have a calorie target of, say, 1,600 a day, which leaves you a 300 calorie deficit. Now, that deficit, as long as you don't replace that with any calories, then eating in that deficit will lead to a reduction in body fat. And taking it the other way, where if you have a maintenance calorie of 1,900, but you eat, say, 2,200 calories a day, you are eating in a calorie surplus. Eating this way is where you are going to have extra calories, which then become stored as body fat. And the more that you eat into the deficit, then the slower the slower you lose body fat, basically. And that is ultimately how fat loss works. And I know if it was that simple, it would be really, really great. But it's just to keep in mind, I know the application is a lot more difficult, but just keep in mind that this is sort of what's going on behind the scenes of pretty much every fat loss diet. Um, so whether it's intermittent fasting whether it's shakes some sort of shake diet whether it's slim and world whatever it is you're following all of these diets work in the same way to reduce the number of calories that you're consuming and put you into a calorie deficit it's worth considering that how we how we work out the calories is it's very difficult to get it 100% accurate. So there are lots and lots and lots of calorie calculators online that you can use. And really the results will vary depending on which one you use. So it's just worth remembering, don't take what these calorie calculators tell you as 100% accurate. They are a good place to start because sometimes it's, it's you know all we've got as a tool to use. So it's a good place to start, but keep in mind that it might not be 100% accurate. And once you start to sort of follow the process and apply the numbers that maybe one of these calorie calculators have given you, you might find that you do have to make adjustments yourself along the way. So that's something just to keep in mind. Don't take whatever numbers are given to you by one of these calorie calculators as the be all and end all, you might need to make adjustments and tweaks along the way. And as I said, the actual science, if you like, behind fat loss is quite is that simple. It is just reducing the number of calories to less than you are to less than you are cons consuming less calories than you are burning. But the application and the human behavior behind fat loss is what makes it so difficult. And this is another real thing to consider if you are on a fat loss journey, because yes, some diets will promise you to lose X amount of weight really, really quickly, or, you know, whatever, promise you all these 
fancy things that are going to happen inside your body. But keep in mind that weight loss and fat loss are two very different things. And when someone says that they want to lose weight, what they really are saying is they want to lose body fat. Because when you step on the scale, that scale has no way of measuring what so you get one number when you step on the scale and that number includes body fat it includes your muscles it includes all your organs it includes everything that's on those scales it includes water that you're holding on to it includes the toilet that you've maybe not done it includes everything and this is why it's so important to not base everything you are doing and the progress that you're making on the scales because the scales can be affected by so many things but what you really want to lose on this journey is body fat and one thing that a lot of people don't realize is if you have followed a calorie deficit that's been set for you and you've been you know really sort of on it with following your calories and you have made sure that you've eaten in a calorie deficit for X amount of time and you step on the scales and the numbers went up from the previous week. Keep in mind that the scales are a measure of everything. So you very well could have lost body fat, but the scale has went up. Perhaps you are approaching the time of, your, the, time of the month. Perhaps you had a saltier meal the night before or a heavier heavier carb meal these things can cause you to hold on to water and that shows on the scales it doesn't mean that you've not lost body fat so keep that in mind because it's something that can really sort of play havoc with how you feel about your progress and it can almost for some people really derail how well you feel that you're doing so really really keep it in mind it's something I stress all the time with my clients Um, because if you know that you are sticking to what you set out to do and, you know, the the targets or whatever it is that have been set for you, then keep going with it because the scale fluctuations are completely normal. It doesn't mean you're not losing body fat. Another thing to keep in mind, particularly with these fad diets and things, like I said, human behaviour. So a lot of them are really restrictive. So... If you are following a diet that cuts out carbs, let's say. Now, carbs do hold on to a lot of water. So if you follow a diet that reduces carbs or cuts out carbs, for the first couple of weeks, if you stick to it, you know, strictly, then you will reduce carbs. Therefore, the amount of water you're holding on to will also reduce. This will show on the scales. So you will automatically think, wow, I've lost so much weight, the weight's just flying off me. Yes, it is, but it's not body fat, it's water. And when you go back to eating carbs, because let's be honest, it's not like you're never going to eat another carb in your life again. But as soon as you replace the carbs that you've stopped eating with carbs, the water weight then also goes back on. And this is one of the things that can leave us really stuck in this yo-yo diet cycle because you think I lost all this weight before 
And then I had a pizza and now it's all went back on. Oh my goodness, this pizza's made me fat. Like it's it's not, it's water weight. And this is why a lot of these fad diets make so much money is because they prey on the fact that people don't understand this and can't make the correlation between the two. So keep it in mind because restricting yourself of something, it's it's never going to end up being a sustainable way to lose body fat. So are you never going to eat chocolate again? Are you never going to eat pizza again? Are you only ever going to drink two shakes a day for the rest of your life? Of course you're not. You are human. And this is what's something that you really need to consider because eventually you will just go, I've had enough. The big red button in the room that you were told not to push, you're just going to go up and start smashing it because that is what happens. So when you are considering losing body fat, really think about how you want to do it. And everybody, you know, it's completely up to yourself. But if you are looking for long-term sustainable results that last and that you can maintain, the best way to do it is not the quickest way. So yes, it will take longer if you are including foods that you really enjoy. Yes, it will take longer because there'll be bumps along the road and all of this. But think about it realistically. The place that you're in just now where you want to lose body fat, you did not get to that place overnight. In reality, that's probably been quite a long, drawn-out process of, you know, eating in a calorie surplus, going back to our calories. So you need to be realistic and think, it's taken me quite a long period of time to get here. It's going to take me a reasonable amount of time to get to the other side of it. But keep in mind, that time is going to pass regardless. So you can continue to eat the way you're eating. You can continue to eat in the calorie surplus. Could not get that out there. Um, Or you could spend the time learning healthier habits and ways to implement more nutritious foods or ways to implement, you know, eating in a calorie deficit or learning to eat at a calorie maintenance level. All of these things are going to be so much more helpful for you along the way. So hopefully that is a little bit of fat loss explained and how fat loss works, how a calorie deficit works, how pretty much all diets on the planet work and some of the most important things to consider if you are considering a fat loss journey um and if you are if you've struggled with this before or you feel like you're constantly having to be on a diet off a diet yo-yo dieting you are not alone so please if this is you and you're struggling or you really you need some help contact me on instagram at lmt.fitness i am more than happy to help or give you a few pointers or see if there's a way that I can, you know, lead you in the right direction, um, because this is exactly what I do. And 
once it can be difficult, but once you find a way that really works for you and you just keep repeating it and repeating it and repeating it, it does get so much easier. So thank you very much for listening. If you have any comments or you know anyone who would benefit from this, listening to this podcast, then I would be so, so grateful if you could share it. It really helps me to reach more people. And like I said before, if you have any struggles or any questions or anything like that at all, then please do not hesitate to get in touch with me either on my Instagram at lmt.fitness or you can email me contact at lmtfitness.com. Thank you very much and I will speak to you in the next one.